0: Welcome to Business Buzz. Good afternoon. This is Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I'm here to entertain and educate, and hopefully you'll enjoy some interesting stories today. Nothing too earth-shaking, but I'm going to really have some fun with some discussion about things that you need to think about in the business world. Now, as far as business, I've been saying business quotes lately. And, uh, those, I was thinking about the fact that the quotes that I picked out for the last time, I gave you some quotes, they basically came down to one thing, satisfying the customer. When you can satisfy your customer, your business will not go down. I mean, it, how can it not succeed if you're satisfying your customers? The problem there is that you may be satisfying customers, but you're not satisfying enough customers. That's where things like marketing and now with the internet and with social media, that marketing is not nearly as expensive as it used to be. I have some clients, especially in the sales industry where they need to actually get people uh, into a seminar, get people attending something. I'm in the same boat when I do my side things. Once they get them in, they can make sales. The tough part is getting the people to come in. I have one client who used to spend upwards of six digits per year, like a hundred and something thousand per year on mailings and postage and mailers in the U.S. mail. These days, the cost of his doing business and getting people to attend those business seminars is way down. I believe if he, was doing, if he was doing as many as he used to by using Facebook, I believe he would cut that down by about 75%. In other words, I believe he would probably have to spend 30000 a year instead of 130000 a year. Marketing is the way to get the customers in, but doing your business right and having satisfied customers is the way to make sure your business succeeds. So think about that, whatever business you're in, the next time you see someone, think about what Wallace Wattles said in, uh, what was the name of that book? I, it's, a, it's a book that I've talked about before. Is, the author's name is Wallace D. Wattles, W-A-T-T-L-E-S, and it's really an interesting book, but what he talks about is that you don't think about what you're going to make on the deal, all you think about is what you can give to the customer. And if you think that way, your business will do nothing but grow and satisfied customers are the basis of any business. So whoever you're talking with, if you can really give them all you've got, offer them more than they ask for, give them a little extra, that's really the secret. And so when I was doing some business quotes, I realized now that it was almost all centered on the fact that if the customer's happy, Your business will do well. That is the thing. Marketing to get people in is where it gets tricky. You got to learn the ropes. You have to try different things. Once you get a customer, that's where it's just up to you to make sure they stay satisfied. I thought today I would be a little bit, uh, instead of talking about business, I've got a couple of quotes that relate to money. And one that I found that was really interesting I like is from a guy named Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. And his quote is, time is more value than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. That's a good way to think about the old time is money, because like he's saying, you can get more money, but you can't get more time Then." uh. Then another one that relates to money is kind of interesting from a guy named John Ruskin. A little thought and a little kindness are often worth more than a great deal of money. Well, that sort of applies to what I was talking about. When you have satisfied customers, if you give them extra, you show them how much you're trying to help them go that extra mile, the money will come to you. And in that same vein is one more, uh, by a man named A.R. H- Rahman, R A H M A N. He says, Success comes to those who dedicate everything to their passion in life. To be successful, it is also very important to be humble and never let fame or money travel to your head. So, those are just a couple quotes. I like starting with quotes because quotes are just kind of fun and I like them. Money, business. Speaking of money. The first topic today, it applies to, you know, I like to start out with local, state, national, world, and universe, but I'm not sure I'm going to hit all five of those today. The one that I want to talk about first is a very much a current event. If you listen to any business news at all, you will have heard people mentioning something like emerging market currencies. That's sort of the buzzword on on the TV business news. But what does that that actually mean, emerging market currencies? Basically, when they say emerging markets, I'm not sure they really mean recent new markets, new places. I believe what they're indicating there, and everything I read tells me this is correct. They are taking the currencies of the world and ignoring the biggies. They're ignoring the US dollar, the Canadian dollar, the Euro, the pound, uh, the big ones, Canadian dollar, Australian dollar. And they're calling the minor currencies emerging markets. One of the ones that gets mentioned in these articles is India. Well, I wouldn't call India emerging. They're not a super old state if you look at their current government, but I mean, India has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. So. They call these emerging markets, and my theory on why it's become the emergent emerging market currency discussion when you hear it on the business news on television, remember, my whole theory here is that they do not want you to know what really is going on. If you hear that paper money around the world is going down the toilet and it's becoming very worth a lot less, very less worth than it was before... That's the kind of news they don't want you to hear. If you're overhearing a business news channel and you hear that the emerging market currencies have been dropping, you can just shrug your shoulder and say, eh, emerging markets, who cares? That's, you know, who cares? Think of it this way, though. That's people. That's people whose money, they woke up today and their money is 10 or 15% less value than it was when they went to sleep. That's a lot more than just some headline. That's somebody's money going down in value. I've got an article here, which is just from today, and it's called "It's from a, a website called Market Watch, which is you know one of those big old uh, business stock market type websites." It's called "How Argentina's Peso Plunge Keeps Emerging Markets in the Spotlight." I wanna point out that I've been talking a lot about Venezuela. Now, Venezuela was a basket case months ago. Here's the problem. We also now have Argentina as a basket case. Venezuela is right now so bad with what they call hyperinflation, where the paper money that has nothing backing it just goes down, down, down in value against real assets like a can can of food, Or a head of lettuce or a gallon of milk that's what paper money does when it goes down everything else gets really expensive in that currency so i was going to talk a little bit about the fact that it's not just venezuela and i talked about turkey a couple weeks ago this article mentions a little bit of that too but i'm just going to read some of this from today nothing not even an emergency rate hike could stop the argentine peso from plunging thursday notching a new low while separately Turkey's currency turmoil continued, ensuring emerging market worries remain in the spotlight. Turkish and Argentine woes are in the idiosyncratic category, but it's hard to shake the prevailing concern that debt levels are too high and that the gradual turn in global monetary policy is water torture for highly indebted current account deficit economies, said Kit Jukas. Global macro strategist at Société Générale. I think that's a giant French bank. Well, I just want to point out that when they say emerging market debt levels are too high, even the U.S. debt level is too high. So we're not called an emerging market, but our debt level is too high too, which I've explained to you before. Indeed, the woes plaguing Turkey and Argentina appear to be largely homegrown. The U.S. dollar bought 38.75 Argentine pesos on Thursday. That's up 14% after it jumped as high as 41 pesos. That means that the dollar used to buy less Argentine pesos. Now it buys more. That's because the dollar relative to the Argentine peso is up. The Argentine peso relative to the dollar is down even after Argentina's central bank delivered an emergency rate increase, lifting its benchmark from 45% to 60% and pledging not to cut before December. Now think about that. Our 10-year U.S. Treasury note is offering 2.85, call it 3%, it's near 3%. That's what the U.S. has to offer an investor for them to put their money in a U.S. debt instrument. If you want to take a chance on an Argentine debt instrument, now remember, this is not Venezuela. This is Argentina. You can earn 60% by buying Argentine debt. Does anybody recognize the problem with that idea? I think you have it figured out. If you've been listening to Business Buzz for a while, I know you have it figured out. The reason they're offering 60% for you to give them money is because there's a good chance you're never going to see your money again. Whenever you have high interest rates, that means high risk. 60% is, it's basically the beginning of the end. I can't see how these countries could possibly ever get saved except, and I'll have a big except because this is exactly what I've been talking about here on Business Buzz for a long time, bailouts. Have you heard me mention the word bailout? In 2008, when Lehman Brothers went bankrupt and all the contagion was spreading throughout the entire world's banking system, we had a bailout, but it was a bailout of banks. Unfortunately, our Federal Reserve prints money that we owe back so that as a nation, we went I believe about $12 trillion in debt in a matter of probably one day. That $12 trillion was money sent to banks, privately owned banks. Now, if you own the bank stocks, then you're a little bit of an owner of them. But $12 trillion or more got sent immediately to banks, private parties, but we we're res- we're, as Americans are responsible for that money debt is out of control and it's out of control here also. So whenever you hear this thing about emerging markets, just remember they're doing the old look over here while we do this over here trick. And they want you not to realize what this is talking about. What it's talking about, now here's another part of this article. I'm just going to read this. I've told you this so many times, I don't want to bore you. Most emerging market currencies are on the back foot against the US dollar, said Elwin de Groot, head of macro strategy at Robobank. He noted that the dollar was marching higher versus Chinese yuan in offshore trade, while the South African rand was also under pressure. The reason this is a problem is number one, these countries are completely bankrupt. All the countries are completely bankrupt. When the paper money goes down like this in these other countries, all this is is a warm up for what's going to happen with the regular market currencies. The, they call these the emerging market. I was telling you the other big currencies are not emerging markets. They're just big currencies. We're going to take our first break today. Stay tuned to Business Buzz. I'm going to be right back protecting you more, just like Batman or Superman.
1: received news that Clorina and Sludge have been captured for impersonating spring water. Let's now go to our field reporter, Paul wet. Once again, Bob the Drop saves the world from fake water and, oh, here's Bob now. Bob, do you have anything to say? Well, Clorina and Sludge from Tapopolis are the worst. Why would you want wannabe water when you can have the best tasting water delivered right to your door? Anyone can get Mount Shasta Springwater if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple. Naturally the best. Mount Shasta Springwater. The people who care at Greg Shandell Construction in Chico would like to take this special time out to recognize and salute the men and women in uniform who are standing tall for our political and economic freedom around the globe. Let's remember them in our thoughts, prayers, and letters from home. That message from Greg Shandell Construction, where they say service isn't just a courtesy, it's a commitment. For more information, call them at 530-518-9807. That's 530-518-9807. For Greg Shandell Construction in Chico.
0: welcome back to business buzz harold littlejohn cpa i hope you're having a nice afternoon it's another lovely chico summer day never never I'm never unhappy to see the temperature only hit about 89 or 90. I think that's a very, very good spot to be in. Not too high. So it's a very nice day. My next topic, I I was talking about currencies. We are in for trouble with all the debt that's going around. The fact that the U.S. dollar is the favorite currency right now around the world is why that the other currencies are slipping against the U S dollar. At some point, the dollar itself will start slipping. As confidence in debt and paper money wane, people will finally realize that they needed to move into real assets. There's a man named Gregory Manarino who I listen to on YouTube. He gives a daily wrap-up of the stock market. I find him entertaining and pretty smart guy. And his point is, the way he says it is, you need to become your own central bank. I've been telling you about doing that for a while. The other interesting thing is, as I talk about the paper gold price getting hammered, it got hammered again today. When other currencies, when currencies are failing, people should be at least thinking about buying into the gold market, but the paper gold market is not physical gold. There's nothing in the paperwork. When you buy, when you order, when you tell your broker you want to buy some gold and he buys you shares in an ETF, it's called electronically traded fund called GLD, you do not own gold. And if you look at the fine print. That GLD does not have to send you any gold when you want your money out. They're going to send you a check. In a, in a real world without fake markets, now I didn't say fake news, I said fake markets. In a real world without fake markets, gold and silver would be going higher and higher while these currencies are going lower and lower. The problem is, which I've told you before, there are no real markets, they're all fake. When you think about buying some money insurance, like I've told you before with physical gold, this is the time to do it. When everybody hates gold, this is the time to buy. When everybody loves stocks, this is the time to sell. That's how it works. Now, the stock market keeps going up and up, but it's all paper. The next article I wanted to share with you is called The Last Hurrah Before the Dark Years. It happens to be written by uh, Egon von Greyers, and I want to educate you more. I want you to listen to this uh, article. It's not real long, but it's very powerful. This is it. The autumn of 2018 will be momentous in the world economy, markets, and politics. We are now seeing the last hurrah for stocks, bonds, the dollar, and most asset markets. The world economy has been living on borrowed time since the 06 to 09 crisis. The financial system should have collapsed at that time, but the massive life support that central banks orchestrated managed to keep the dying patient alive for another decade. Lowering interest rates to zero or negative and printing enough money to double the global debt seemed to have solved the problem. But rather than saving the world from an economic collapse, the growth of debt and asset bubbles has created a system with exponentially higher risk. Problems start in the periphery. Venezuela, Argentina, Turkey. So here we are on the eve of destruction when the fake measures that government and central banks have taken have not saved the world as the Keynesians believed, but instead created an even bigger bubble that is now about to burst. Curing a sick world by the same means that created the disease in the first place was always bound to fail. Global problems of the magnitude that the world will experience in coming years normally start in the periphery. We are seeing multiple multiple examples of local wildfires, and he's talking about those currency problems, that will soon spread to the core of the world economy. Take, for example, Venezuela, Argentina, and Turkey. Deficits, debts, and currency collapse are the normal warning signals, and these are certainly present at varying degrees in those countries. As always, the best single indicator which reveals these problems is, of course, gold. As the chart below shows, gold in Venezuelan bolivars is going up exponentially. Since May 2018, gold has gone up 23,000 times or 2.3 million percent in Venezuelan bolivar. Argentina goes from one crisis to the next and gold is up 14,500 percent this century. Only since December 2017, gold is up 74% in Argentine pesos. Finally, in Turkey, gold is up 26% since May this year and 3,500% since the year 2000. No wonder governments around the world hate gold because gold reveals their deceitful actions in destroying the economy and the currency. There is blatant manipulation in so many areas, including fake money, fake paper gold, fake news, fake politics, and fake governments. He calls these the VAT countries, those three, Venezuela and Argentina, Turkey. The VAT countries are just one example, but a very important one, because they are giving us the signal that a global crisis has started. Most emerging market countries are in the same situation. In the next few months, emerging markets will drop one after the next. Europe is bankrupt. The situation is the same in the West too. Europe is totally bankrupt. The EU elite is desperately trying to keep a collection of disparate nations together by coercion combined with forcing debt onto any nation who threatens to exit the EU or Euro. Greece and Italy should have left the EU long ago, introduced their own devalued currency and reneged on the debt to the EU, but they were stopped by Brussels, which is the capital of the EU. Now they will fall with the rest of the EU. The UK people voted to leave the EU, but Brussels is using any means to stop that from happening. An artificial collection of nations with very different people, cultures, history, ambitions, financial systems, growth rates, etc. was always doomed to fail. To have this hodgepodge of countries governed by an unelected and unaccountable elite in Brussels makes it even worse. The Swiss system with direct democracy and people powered together with distribution of power to the cantons, the local states, is a much more efficient system. US debt has doubled overnight from 21 trillion to 42 trillion. The world could possibly cope with the major problems in emerging markets and Europe if the world's biggest economy, the US, was sound. But sadly, that is far from the case. The biggest economy is also the sickest. Federal debt has doubled every eight years, which puts the U.S. on target for a $40 trillion debt by 2025. I am well aware that this is substantially above the official forecast, but why pay any attention to these since they have always been wrong? And the federal debt seems to be $42 trillion rather than $21 trillion. If the $21 trillion lost dollars are accurate, based on Catherine Austin Fitz findings. I'm going to mention again that that Michigan State University economics professor, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, I've talked to you about it before, discovered that in just two U.S. entities alone over a 15-year period, $21 trillion got lost. More likely is that problems in the economy combined with a financial crisis will lead to unlimited money printing and surging interest rates. So a U.S. federal debt in 2025 of $100 trillion or in the quadrillions is not impossible, especially when the derivative bubble blows up. A collapsing infrastructure. Having personally crossed the collapsed Genoa Bridge three days before the accident, One is reminded of the major underinvestment in infrastructure worldwide, and also how ephemeral life is. Italy will now spend 80 billion euros that they don't have to improve the country's infrastructure. Driving around Italy, you realize that this will be a drop in the ocean. Most countries have neglected infrastructure investments for a very long time. In, In the USA, for example, it is estimated by the American Association of Civil Engineers That $5 trillion needs to be invested by 2025 to fix roads, bridges, dams, and other infrastructure. That is another $5 trillion that will be printed out of nowhere. So I don't want to be negative. I'm going to continue with that after this break at the bottom of the hour. What we're talking about here is exactly what I've been saying also for months. This system cannot continue forever. The canary in the coal mine will be the prices of things like gold when people realize that their paper money is going worthless and they need somewhere to go. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. Stay tuned to Business Buzz. I'll be right back after the break.
1: Hi, this is Annie Meadows, and I hope you will listen to my program, The Journey, airing weekly on this station. For program scheduling, please visit www.chicochristianradio.com.
0: Join us for The Journey with Annie Meadows, 1230 every weekend here on KKXX. Join
1: the adventure. Rockland Pest Control would like to salute our American heroes who, through their own personal sacrifice, ensure our freedoms here and abroad. From veterans of foreign wars to our servicemen and women to the police, fire department, and EMTs, we salute you all. That's Rockland Pest Control in Rockland, where they have the right know-how and experience proven by customers who wouldn't trust anyone else. So if there's a mouse in the house or a roach you can't approach, call 916-630-1212. That's 916-630-1212. The Journey with Annie Meadows. Honest, thought-provoking, The Journey is a half-hour program airing every week. Listen as Annie shares from her heart and life experiences with the belief that you can be free, you can be better, and you can take courage. Join us for The Journey with Annie Meadows, Saturday and Sunday at
0: 1230, here on KKXX.
1: What is your emergency? In an emergency, you call 911. But what about life's other problems? When crisis hits, or tragedy, or life just gets to be too much. People often turn to Christian media like Christian Radio. And we're glad to be here as a lifeline to offer answers. But our programs can only be here for them when people just like you send regular financial support. So thanks for helping us be there for someone who might need a spiritual 911. Tell your friends about Life Radio, KKXX, AM, and FM.
0: Welcome back to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. Glad you have a chance to spend part of your Chico afternoon with me or maybe some of the surrounding area. It's a beautiful day in California. Let's hope the mild weather lasts a little longer. I'm, I'm definitely not looking forward to the triple digits again, but I'm sure they'll come before summer ends. So I'm going to continue reading a little bit of this last hurrah article. Since the global crisis has already started, we might see a collapse of markets, bubble assets, and currencies at any time. Before that, it is possible that the final minor leg up or the last hurrah will take place. That would involve a final move up in some stock stock markets and a temporarily stronger dollar. The long-term trend of the dollar is clear. It will go into oblivion faster than anyone can imagine. We must remember that measured in real terms, which is gold, the dollar is down over 98% since the Fed was created in 1913 and down 80% since 1999. So the dollar is already on its way to perdition, but the next phase will happen faster than anyone can imagine. Time to get rid of the U.S. dollar, said the Russian Deputy Foreign Minister recently. He added, thank God this is happening. We will speed up this work. Russia, China, Turkey, Iran, and many more countries are determined to trade in their own currencies as well as in gold. This will precipitate the fall of the dollar. But the major reason why the dollar will soon conclude its 100-year move to zero is the dire state of the U.S. economy as mentioned above. As we end a long and totally engineered bull market in the world economy, we will be entering the dark years that I wrote about a few years ago. Hard to imagine that the powers that be have managed to fool the world for a decade, but this next time their panic actions using the same medicine of massive money printing, and I want to mention the word medicine because i got a great fourth segment coming up in a little while, using the same medicine of massive money printing and lower interest rates won't work. The world will recognize that printed money is not even worth the paper it is printed on, or that electronic entries called money can disappear as quickly as they are created. The clueless and the sage East. As the West has overtly and covertly reduced its gold holdings, the East is continuing to add as much as they can at these bargain prices. Now, I want to mention here, I told you, you need to be your own central bank, as Mr. M- Mr. Manorino says, and buy some gold, physical gold most central banks have either sold or leased a major part of their gold to the market this gold is then bought by china india or russia through the bullion banks these eastern countries obviously take physical delivery rather than leaving the gold in london or new york when you own gold you must have direct control then there's a chart that shows china has bought 16,000 tons since 2008. this is the majority of global gold production now, the, what I want to mention, whenever you talk about Chinese gold, here's the deal. They, they've they bought physically 16,000 tons, which is the majority of global gold production. But here's the catch. Global gold production does never includes Russia and China's gold production. Do you know why? Because Russia and China are smart enough to not allow their gold to be exported. Not only are they accumulating all of our gold... They are, they've never let their own gold leave their borders. The chart below shows how central banks and bullion banks are losing their gold. The Swiss refiners produce around 70% of the gold bars in the world. They import their gold from a number of different sources. Surprisingly to many, in July 2018, by far the biggest purchase was from the UK with 67 tons. The UK is not a gold-producing country. Instead, these are 400-ounce bars from Western central banks that have been bought by China, India, or Russia. The bars are sent to the Swiss refiners to be broken down to 1-kilogram bars and then shipped on to the Eastern buyers. The Swiss import statistics often show that the UK is a major exporter. This is very clear evidence that central banks are continuously reducing their holdings. Thus, it is likely that the real holdings of USA 8 thousand tons Germany 3.3 thousand tons or the IMF 2.8 thousand tons are less than half to their declared holdings and those are the declared amounts that I mentioned and whatever they have leased to the market they will never get back all they have is an IOU for gold from a bullion bank that IOU can never be honored since there will be no physical gold available and if it was available it would be a price that is 10 20 or 100 times higher Than the current price. Comex and bullion banks to blow up. In the next phase of the gold and silver markets, the LBMA banks and Comex, which is our commodities exchange, will blow up and be unable to honor their commitments, which are at least 500 times the available physical gold. I've shown in previous articles that gold should be at least $16,000 based on the 1980 high of 850 adjusted for inflation but many calculations show a much higher price, whether it is 87000 or 174000 per ounce that Jim Sinclair and Bill Holter have calculated. These prices might seem like fantasy, but what we must understand is that when the fake and manipulated gold and silver paper markets blow up, there will be no price or no gold or silver offered by the dealers since they don't have any physical metals to settle their commitments. Regardless of what price gold and silver reach, the current prices of 1200 gold and $15 silver are totally ridiculous. Gold and silver equals life insurance. This is the biggest secret in the world that virtually nobody understands. Just like a Venezuelan would have saved him, and his and his family's life, so will people who buy gold today in the West. Still nobody is buying. And even the ones who are aware are waiting to see if gold and silver will go lower. Take my word for it. To wait for the precious metals to go lower will be the most costly mistake that anyone can make, because when prices turn up, most people will miss the boat, and they will be totally without the protection they so badly need. Now, I also want to interject here, I'm not a financial planner, and this is not financial advice. I'm just reading an article to you for your entertainment. Physical gold and silver at current prices is the cheapest life insurance premium that anyone can ever pay. Remember, precious metals is not an investment. It is the ultimate form of wealth preservation. But this time gold and silver will not be wealth preservation. It could save your life, just as it would have done for the poor Venezuelans. That's a really great article. It's very concise. It sums up all the things I've been saying lately. Not financial advice, but I, for one, have part of my wealth in physical gold I don't believe anybody should be without some. Trust me, when the gold price does take off, I'm betting, not financial advice, but I'm betting that even if 5% of your money was in gold, you'll end up being a very happy camper. That's my segment on the business of debt, currency, emerging markets, fake markets, paper gold. That's the end of that segment. But I'm back to a topic that I was on last week and I sure enjoyed it. I'm going to do it again. It's the business of drum roll, please medicine. I've got another great article to share with you. It's a chapter from the book called murder by injection. The author's name is Eustace Mullins, M-U-L-L-I-N-S. If you type that into the internet, you will get a website. I think it's called archives.org. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that place actually has these books in various formats. You can read them for free because these are all old books. Whatever the copyright law is, it's probably gone by now. So they can put these up on the web. I'm going to read you a part of a chapter called Vaccination. Before I start, though, I want to mention that if you notice, governments push vaccinations like crazy. My son, I'm proud to say, never had one. He's very healthy, uh, physically never had a problem with illnesses more than a day or two. Uh, I won't go into detail, but very healthy child, had zero vaccinations. Recently, Governor Brown signed some legislation where it basically requires everybody that goes to public school To get their vaccinations well if you like the idea of sending your children to a uh, for a shot of whatever is in there that's mandated by our wonderful government that just cares about us so much that's up to you but i chose not to and i'm very glad i did so i'm going to read this chapter here and actually to be honest the chapter in this book that came out in the late 80s is one of the reasons why I insisted when my son was born that he did not have vaccinations, and this chapter is one of the main reasons why. I'll be back after this last break, and I'm going to continue with uh, Murder by Injection. This is Harold Littlejohn, CBA. Stay tuned. It's going to be really interesting. The Business of Medicine. KKXX is excited to present Seeds of Truth with Joe Holcraft Each weekday evening, Joe has hosted the Catholic Hour every weekend for the last eight years. And Seeds of Truth promises the same Catholic understanding of sacred scripture, contemporary faith-based topics, and the latest news from around the world. If you have questions about faith, join Joe and the Seeds of Truth
1: right here on KKXX each evening, Monday through Friday. Adopt US Kids presents multiple choice parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you A. It's spiritual. Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within.
0: Welcome back to Business Buzz. This is Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I'm glad you have time to spend a little bit of your afternoon with me. Business Buzz is always fun and entertaining, not financial advice. So this is from a book called Murder by Injection. The author's name is Mullins. And this is from Chapter 4 called Vaccination and this was written in the late 80s one of-
1: Rockland Pest Control would like to salute our American heroes who, through their own personal sacrifice, ensure our freedoms here and abroad. From veterans of foreign wars to our servicemen and women to the police, fire department, and EMTs, we salute you all. That's Rockland Pest Control in Rockland, where they have the right know-how and experience proven by customers who wouldn't trust anyone else. So if there's a mouse in the house or a roach you can't approach, call 916-630-1212. That's 916-630-1212. We've just received news that Chlorina and Sludge have been captured for impersonating Springwater. Let's now go to our field reporter, Alzo Wet. Once again, Bob the Drop saves the world from fake water and... Oh, here's Bob now. Bob, do you have anything to say? Well, Chlorina and Sludge from Tapopolis are the worst. Why would you want wannabe water when you can have the best tasting water delivered right to your door? Anyone can get Mount Shasta Springwater if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple, naturally the best. Mount Shasta Springwater.
0: KXX Paradise, K280GL
1: Chico, and K283AR. Breaking news this hour from Townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The National Hurricane Center in Miami says Tropical Storm Gordon, which has already pelted parts of southern Florida with heavy rains and high winds, could develop into a full fledged hurricane. Eric Blake of the National Hurricane Center says storm surge is one of the potential problems facing people along the Gulf Coast from Tropical Storm Gordon.
0: Heavy rainfall is also expected to be an issue with 4 to 6 inches over southern Alabama, southern Mississippi, and Louisiana, uh, with isolated
1: maximum totals 8 inches possible um, through midweek. A hurricane warning was put into effect for the Gulf Coast area stretching from the mouth of the Pearl River in Mississippi to the Alabama-Florida border. As much as 8 inches of rain could fall in some parts of the Gulf states through late Thursday, Right now, maximum winds for Gordon are clocked at 50 miles an hour, but they're expecting